Trying to save your souls from damnation So if you down with the message Tune in every week It will lead you to the message that you seek Uh What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Real Word Season Six, Episode Thirteen. Shout out to everybody that's been watching. Shout out to everybody that's been supporting. Shout out to everybody that has helped us to get this far so far. Shout out to everybody that has been supporting us. Shout out to everybody that watches on the Brick Network. We're on the Brick TV every Tuesday and Thursday. Um, we're on twelve noon, one a.m. and four p.m. Also, you catch the reruns on Fridays and Saturdays. Um, we live on Facebook every Monday on Facebook. That's www.facebook.com backslash the real word seven, the number seven, like Mike Vick. Also, catch us on Instagram at the real word ministries inc. Um, and um, you can also catch us on podcasts at Apple, Spotify, Pandora, and SoundCloud um, at the real word podcast. The real word podcast. You can also check out our website at www.therealwordministriesinc.org. That's the real word ministries inc.org. Um, I'm here with my co-host. Introduce yourself. You may know us the morning. Know me, Ace Irvin. Yeah, I'm in the building. Glad me on Instagram. Ace Irvin 11. No 11. No bueno. <laughs> <laughs> and we also got a special guest in the house today. Introduce yourself, brother. What's going on, y'all? My name is Alan. Been on the show a few times, but I'm a good friend of Ricard here. Um, you can catch me on Instagram. Um, T H E underscore A One Life L Y. L Y F E. All right, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that because that's what you want to talk about fitness. Fitness, okay. So, so, let's, so let's dive into the whole thing about fitness because, um, what got you into fitness? Like, let's share that story. Oh, in terms of like what got me into fitness, I was actually talking to you about this the other day. But basically, um, when I played football in high school, I turned my, I tore my ACL my junior year. Um, I used to love playing football, and then at that point in time. I was like wondering, like, oh, when I tore my ACL, I was like, how how could the sport that I love kind of like turn its back on me, X Y Z? But like, I'm more so more so looked at it as an opportunity, as something I could overcome. So I kind of like endured like the physical therapy and all the things I had went wrong, and actually played my senior year. And then even when I got the injury, the doctors had told me like I didn't really have too much like cartilage left in my knee in a sense, and I never really took into heart what the doctors was telling me. I kind of wanted to just create my own future in a sense. And I just kind of worked out all of the time and it just became a lifestyle to me and became something like mental, more so like a test to myself. So I try to just preach that onto other people. So whenever they have like an issue, you know, there's ways to persevere because that's always gonna make you stronger. So fitness for me is more of a mental game than it is physical. And just like you said, you always gotta sharpen mental, spiritual, and um, your mental. So it's a huge factor for me. Mm. 
So, as a black man, right, and mm -hmm. you know, a lot of black men in particular, we don't like going to, to see doctors. Yeah. We don't like getting checkups. You know, we are plagued with diabetes, high blood pressure, mm -hmm. um, and stuff like that. You know, when you know us being Haitian, we get yeah, heavy, yeah, we yeah. eat the heavy starch, the <laughs> rice, <laughs> the beans, and mm -hmm. you know, the chicken, the beef, the lamb. You know, some of us eat pork, the grill. Yeah. Um. You know, uh, and Haitians like um fried food, fritai, yeah, we fritai, call it. So you know, <laughs> sometimes we don't take care of ourselves, and we see like a, a lot of our pops got big bellies. And they just be looking at You don't see them really work out or nothing. Couch. Don't see left in his remote. So, like, from a fitness point of view, mm -hmm. like, how can we do better than our pops' generation when it comes to fitness? Um, I think just finding ways to get active. I think too many times people tie fitness into just going to the gym. It could be walking, it could be dancing, it could be swimming, it could be anything that drives your passion. But as long as your body is moving, mm -hmm. um, that's what's really going to prevent yourself from aging. Like I like to tell people that age is not really a number, but it's more so like a state of energy. So if you're constantly moving, you can constantly stay young. Mm -hmm. So the more you just sit around and not doing nothing, then yeah, of course, you're going to age and get that pop belly. <laughs> what about you? What do you think? I mean, he's right. Fitness is like more mental, but you know, me, I used to work out too, but mm -hmm. I became a little lazy. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I got to work on that. So you so you brought up a great point. Mm -hmm. I got to work on that mental when it comes to the, phys the physical part, because I ain't really been working on the physical. I've, mm. been, I've been working more of like becoming more smarter than I realized that I am. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I've been working at so much, I got distracted from the fitness part. But I think I'm still fit for certain activities. Yeah, activity, like, you know, like, <laughs> when, when it comes down, I, I think, think I still got it. People tie on fit to appearance too often, man. It's just about being active. It's not really about how you look in a sense, it's just really just like a state of health, you know? Mm. So a lot of times, we got to teach the generation that's coming after us to mm -hmm. do better, right? And, like, one of the things that I see you and Nolan are involved in is, like, coaching and training the children. Mm -hmm. Like, but you remember us growing up, we used to play sports till the sun came up till the sun went down. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like, all day we used to play basketball in the backyard. When it got cold, we played football in the park. And, you know, I don't feel like kids nowadays are active like that outside. No, like, they're nah. not outside. They're, they're active outside, but not in that type mm -hmm. of stuff. They're active more like parties and things like that. <laughs> the outside. Yeah. <laughs> they want to have fun yeah. and things like that, but they don't want to, you know, live. You know, they don't want to sweat, none of that. Uh -huh. And plus, this is a social media time, you know. Mm -hmm. Due to COVID-19, everything is virtual now. So, <laughs> so they yeah. say... <laughs> yeah. Everything was going on, but I was like, that's how we could manage that did like social distance. Mm. Mm. So I mean they they're basically in that sense when you really think about it, it's like they're trying to make people more fat or beast as well. Mm -hmm. That's another agenda. Especially from the food, bro. Like Yeah, because a lot of people especially the people on unemployment, you sit in the crib, you get that employment check, blah, I'm about to go get some food. You come back to the crib, you sit down, you mad tight, you're about to go to rest. Jose Cuevo. Yeah. yeah. What was it though? <laughs> 1942 or something. <laughs> 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 These steamy checks, you know. Oh, stomach. People's having a good time. 
But I just feel like kids nowadays are not outside the way we was outside. Even even like before the pandemic, like mm-hmm. they just played the inside, you know, video games yeah. all caught up in other stuff, doing foolishness like online thugging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, technology is definitely like at its highest right now compared to when we was kids. So we yeah. didn't really have, we weren't so glued to our phones. You feel me? Like we were able to like go out and play sports and do our stuff. We, we didn't even get iPhones. Like I mean, now uh, we see seven year old with iPhones. We looking like yo, house. <laughs> yeah, elementary yeah. school with iPhones, FaceTiming. Yeah, yeah you looking at yourself like, bro, I didn't have a phone. I was asking my mom, can I get a phone? <laughs> Yeah, now even babies be using tablets and stuff like that. Like, yeah, and you'd be surprised when you just leave them alone and they figure certain things out. Like, like they know to press the button to yeah. talk for yeah. the video to come on. I yeah. know. Like That's my daughter funny. be doing it. <laughs> she be like, play kids bop, play kids bop. They're going to be the most technical advanced kid, these kids right yeah. now. That's all they really know. But at the same time, it's like a double-edged sword because they're not going to know what life was without technology. So it's yeah. like... That's another beautiful thing that they probably not gonna be able to experience. Cause I know we take it for, you know, it's cool, it's accustomed to it, but we know how to balance it because that's not all we know. But these kids got that's it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, that's the only I'm thing I'm gonna in person. Type exactly. Thing. I can't do the sit down on a computer thing for <laughs> multiple hours just It's never been my thing. You know, trying to get people's attention that I don't know or mm. I'm never going to see or mm. care about is mm. like why am I doing? Why am I wasting my time for? One joke that I saw online, they said that the reason why a lot of scammers come out of Kanasi is because in Kanasi they had the luxury to have computers and a steady internet connection to learn how to scam. <laughs> 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 I'm not gonna lie, when we was in 211, they they give us some free computers though. Remember that shit? Like, <laughs> we had the free computers at 211. And that's where the story started. Associate me. Not here. Back, back. So, do you think like health and physical fitness mm-hmm. have a direct connection to wealth? Yes. Why? Mm-hmm. The reason why is because if you have no health, how you gonna be able to get wealth? Because mm-hmm. if you're if you're not healthy, you are gonna be sitting in the hospital bed. How are you making money? Mm-hmm. But they got a lot of rich, like, big people and shit, though. You yeah, guys, but those those people, remember, like, they're rich, but that's probably passed down generational wealth. Mm. Now, everybody, now, majority of us ain't going to have those opportunities, mm. but we just born into richness. Of course. So, if you don't got the wealth, you ain't going to be able to get the bread. So, we got to take care of your health in order to take care of the bread. So, it's like a step-by-step basis. You can't rush you can't rush the process, basically. You gotta mm-hmm. make sure yours good. Mm-hmm. There's a Chinese proverb that goes that when a young man, when a man is young, he he spends all his his life and his health chasing riches. Then when he gets old, he spends all his riches trying to chase more life and health. Mm-hmm. I think that that is true because I, yeah, I, yeah. I I I be seeing a lot of old people that like they like to work out a lot like. You know, when you come outside, mm-hmm. like when I used to go to school, and still now you around my neighborhood, I would see those old people like just jogging early in the morning, especially like in um, Lincoln Terrace parks and mm-hmm. stuff. And you can say any neighborhood parks that got a big park, they just gonna go go do runs and 
COVID not even stopping them. Especially the Asian community, like. Oh, you was never stopping Asian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, no. Their mindset is already like, like they already accustomed to it. It's like this, I don't want to say, but it's like it's programmed into their mind. Like this is just what we do. Yeah. But they eat pretty healthy for the most part, anyway. Too though. Of course. Yeah. But that goes back to what I was saying again. Like I, I think. Your the amount of money you have is tied into the food that you eat because if you have more money, you live in a better neighborhood that yeah. got better. Oh, that's um, food. Yeah. And some people live in something that's called a food desert, a place where you can't get healthy or organic food. Yeah, think of Whole Foods, Trader Joe's. Those are like downtown area yeah, where like yeah, yeah. more affluent people live. Mm-hmm. And then you go to the hood, there's liquor store, candy fried chicken, Kentucky fried chicken, yeah. wing, Wang Hong, mm-hmm. Sung Chang, all the Chinese. <laughs> yeah. They give you and then Bumbleclaw, Asian restaurant, Mad Sack Masses and Chloe's. Just go down Avenue L in Canarsie or down Flatbush yeah, Avenue. Yeah, that's true though. Like, all you're gonna see is jerk chicken, jerk chicken, Chinese, Chinese. Chinese. They got Chinese spots in yeah, so it's that's, like that's facts though. Liquor store, liquor store, liquor store, laundry mat, liquor store, church, 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 church. Yeah, that's, that's how I said. That's that whole avenue. Oh, an abandoned movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> that's every strip in the hood. Yeah, like, church, Linden, Flatbush, like East New York. Just name a street. Mm-hmm. Picking Avenue. Like Pennsylvania Ave. Well, it's pretty common in all like, well, we live in an urban neighborhood for sure. So you're going to find a corner store and a liquor store before you find a Whole Foods out here any day. That's a fact. But I mean, to say that too, like there is some reform happening in Canarsie though. Because they got a couple of juice shops opening up, mm-hmm. some vegan shops. I think like the whole health conscious thing is getting just higher in general. So them places are starting to open up in our neighborhood. So hopefully they're just using like, you know. But it's expensive. Yeah. You know, honestly, that's the thing. Like, that's why it's. But that says a lot, though. If you want to take care of yourself, you need more money to take care of yourself. What does that save for what they're trying to push? You know what I'm saying? And for the they, people who can't afford it. And they saying that these broke dudes are suffering out here. A lot of you suffering <laughs> from your diet, though. Fortunately. So if you, like, let's just say you're you're growing up in public housing and then there's Chinese food stores, there's liquor stores, and there's Kentucky Fried Chicken all around you. What can you do to stay healthy? I mean, to this day, I still eat Chinese food. I'm not going to hold you. <laughs> as, like, as, <laughs> as much of a fitness dude I am, I'm not trying to get swallowed up by terms of, like, you know, life is about a balance. You find a balance. You're going to eat something bad. Just, like, make sure you have, you know, you're going to eat out for dinner, have, like, a shake in the morning, or eat something light, and then balance it out. Like, yeah, life is a balance. You're supposed to enjoy those little things, too. Even though you know it's not bad for you, how many things do you enjoy that you know is not bad for you? That's bad for you, too. Yeah. But you just don't do it in excess. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, I'm going to throw down some low main product tomorrow, you know? Nah, I'm joking. <laughs> like, on a cheat day. But for the most part, I do eat healthy, so I try to just do, like, six days and then cheat on the weekend. Um, <laughs> like every other man. But yeah, man, like... I feel like with us, like, because we was involved in sports and we was able mm-hmm. to work out, like, we started lifting weights at, like, a young That's age. True. And the people around us would, would work out, too. It helped us to stay fit. Yeah. And, like, this is bad, but it's good at the same time. Like, the people that was chubby around us, like, we used to bully them, which caused them to get into shape. I mean, I was, <laughs> I was one of them. Hands up. I was definitely one of the chubby ones, but... 
you know, that definitely shaped up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's a point. Sometimes you get a little too sensitive and soft here. Well, I feel like a lot of that, they talk about against bullying. I get that. But that kind of shapes you up for the real world. Because what is the real world? <laughs> for real. Like, if you keep coddling these kids as a baby, and then they come up until 18, and they get slapped with the real world, they're not going to know how to handle it. Yeah, so, you better experience it as, from as young as you can. Yeah. It just conditions you, you know? And now, majority of us are fit. Like, yeah, us yeah, that's true. Are mm-hmm. fit. Like, so, I think it, it does have to do a lot with the people around you. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, and us as, us as black people, like, there's things that we do mm-hmm. that, like, kind of harms us. And it's like what you said, everything comes in a in balance. Like, we yeah. got to find that balance. Like, so, what do you guys think is a way that we can find balance as, like, black men? And just in general with like yeah, everything? Like, yeah, in life. Like Um One I think definitely the, like you said, the company you keep is important. Know what relationships are nurturing versus what's like, you know, taking away from what you can accomplish or the, or just kinda like keeping you stagnant. I think that's huge. Um I think honestly being honest with yourself is huge. You gotta know when you're overindulging in something and be like, Okay, let me pull back, you know what I'm saying? So then you could just find that balance within yourself. But in terms of finding balance, you gotta understand what's causing the excess use of something you know what i'm saying so when you say a balance what do you mean in, in, in entirely like everything in life comes with a balance right mm-hmm. like one of the shows i've been watching is the sopranos right mm-hmm. and tony like he he tries to balance like his mobster family and mm-hmm. his home family okay and his wife she's she's like the cleaner version of him mm-hmm. as in like he does all the dirt so she could make everything look pretty Mm. So like she balanced it out. So she okay. went to therapy, and the guy, the therapist was like, "Get out of there! He's a killer. He's a murderer. He sleeps with hookers every week. Like you're just there for the money, mm. and it's blood money." Mm. And then she's like, "She's like, you're a therapist. You're not supposed to say that." He said, "In therapy nowadays, we blame it on people's childhood, so we make up excuses. Mm-hmm. But you're no longer a child. You're an adult." That's true. And then he's like, "I'm not even gonna charge you. I don't want that blood money." He said. He said, you're an accomplice. <laughs> she was like, I'm an accomplice, blah, blah. And then she was like, no, I don't do anything with him when he goes out and do those things. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. she was like, I just make sure that like, his his clothes are clean, his house is clean, and he has food on a dinner plate. She was like, oh, so you're not an accomplice. You are an enabler. <laughs> <laughs> She's enabling him to do all those and then, things. And then, and, then, and then he was like, just know that you could never say that nobody never warned you. She was like, and then she was like, she was like, okay, I understand. But then she left. When mm-hmm. she went home, she just asked her husband for fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then he was like, I don't know if I should give you fifty thousand dollars because she wanted fifty thousand dollars to pay Columbia okay. to make sure that the girl stays in Columbia and graduates. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so the guy came up to him and was like, Yo, I heard that you donated fifty thousand dollars to another school. So what's up? Don't you want to make sure? That your daughter do good, and the guy was like, "I'm the mobster. They not the mobster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving them five thousand. That's it." But then after she went to therapy uh-huh. and she was sad, she asked him for fifty thousand instead of five thousand. Yeah, he had five thousand in his pocket. He just took it out of his pocket, threw it at her. He's like, "Whatever." And then she was like, "Do this for me. I'm sad. I need fifty thousand dollars." He was like, "Okay, let's go out to go eat." And it's like that's the balance. Like uh-huh. he's this big crazy mobster killer yeah, guy yeah. and she's like the sweet catholic woman that's yeah, always yeah. praying and yeah, like yeah, oh you yeah. gotta do good this and that yeah. but like she knows who her husband is and mm-hmm. she just balances it out act like everything is normal mm. i mean 
you you know what they say like you can, when you want to marry, marry your opposite. They say that because what you want to say? Because I mean, like you know, one thing the the reason like the reason why I know it's true why you're never supposed to marry this person similar to you because it's like. If you we both got the same tendency, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say like, all right, when we argue, we both high him and we start talking regularly to each other. That's not a good. Yeah. One gotta be the more calm one, trying to smooth the situation out, and the other one, fine, it could be reckless, but at least there's a balance between. Cause mm -hmm. if there's not a balance between, it won't work out. Mm -hmm. So in that aspect, yeah, it's very true. Yeah, I agree too. Cause I feel like any any like partnership or relationship or anything in general, like if you're building a team, you should know be aware of like what your weaknesses are. Because what it is is like in your strengths, because the team itself is gonna compensate for each other's weaknesses and strengths too. So that's where y'all build each other up. Mm -hmm. So that's huge, and then that ties for relationships, of course. That goes back to a conversation you and I had, and we was talking about people having gifts and talents, and you was asking the oh, you you asked me, do I use all my gifts and talents for good? I said no. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I do it for evil. Sometimes I have fun. Yeah. And then you was like, oh, like most people don't expect people to be honest about yeah. it. But the best example is Thor and Loki. Yeah, yeah, like you yeah. see how Thor is like all all serious yeah, and like yeah, yeah, yeah. macho, but Loki is just like whatever. Like yeah, he just yeah, yeah. slippery. He just whatever. <laughs> he moves out the way. But then he had fun. But if he if he wanted to be serious, he could probably go head to head. With Thor at the same time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But his personality is like a comical relief. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, I feel like that's where the balance comes. Like, you know, it's like if I was serious all the time, like, it will be different. But sometimes, like, I could be, like, real sarcastic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, and sometimes it's like, sometimes, like, I feel like in life, like, sometimes when we're around certain group of people like to be honest with ourselves we dumb ourselves down yeah. sometimes just to fit in yeah, yeah that's, a that's true because sometimes when you feel like you're superior to someone else you might give off the impression that like they might feel like inferior to you mm -hmm. and then that makes you feel alienated from the group mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so sometimes people dumb themselves down but sometimes people come in and they're smarter than everybody else and they just use their wit and their smarts to just manipulate everyone in the circle. Mm -hmm. Like, you ever seen those scenarios where someone is just standing back and they're watching everyone fight and they just laughing? Yeah, they're yeah, the ones, yeah. Like, they the antagonist, like mm -hmm. the troublemaker, but they act like they didn't do nothing. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I've seen a few yeah, that's true, times and all that. Yeah. It's like, that's why, like, life is all about balance. And that's why, like... A lot of things that people talking about, you know, is meditation. Mm -hmm. A lot of people talking about medicinal for meditation. Some mm -hmm. people drink teas, but a lot of people's more talking about meditation, prayer, and getting spiritual. Mm -hmm. Like recently, like a few people was talking about meditation now, like trying to find that awakening. And I think last year helped a lot of people in the sense that it forced you to slow down mm -hmm. and to look around at everything around you and to look at yourself because all the things that you once thought had value lost so much value yeah, in such a small amount of time you, it's like they flip this switch in your head to basically have a new mindset mm -hmm. and if you still with the old mindset you won't be successful in this new world mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I guess it brings attention to what like really matters in a sense. Cause like as long as you got like a roof over your head, you got food on your plate, then you really are straight. Cause before that, like before COVID, everybody was stressing things that ain't really ain't really matter too much. You know what I'm saying? But like you also get time to be in the house, be with your family, things like that. Kind of like appreciate the little thing. I personally like quarantine because I got away from my job, and that's when I realized like yo, the job ain't it. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of does open your eyes a lot. One of the things, mm-hmm. one of the things that I noticed the most about, you know, this this awakening. A lot of people say that you know the Black Lives Matter movement tied into it, Trump being president tied into it, you know, the Corona tied into it, um, all the hostilities in America tied into it. But some people say that now that Joe Biden is in office, like they're about to just rock everybody back to sleep. They do say that, yeah. Back to the point of why I think they about to rock them to sleep. Because I think this is about to be Obama 2.0. Yeah, because I heard <laughs> they're putting their pieces into 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 play in order for them to push their agenda. I feel like they've been pushing the agenda from the rip. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've never been pro anything in a sense. But, like, it felt so limited. I feel like even though we live in like a freedom of speech place, I feel like during Corona, how you had the most limited freedom of speech that you oh, ever have. Yeah, they force you to wear masks places. Yeah, all that stuff. And sometimes you just like you gotta wear because like I gotta feed my family, so you go in the store with the mask too. And plus, our voices got privatized because mm-hmm. we're using Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, yeah. and those are privately owned. So we trying to yell to a bunch of people, but somebody else own it. And exactly. we're like, you know what? I don't like you talking crazy <laughs> on I'm YouTube. Like, yeah, <laughs> shadow ban. <laughs> Facebook, Twitter got more plugged in the president. They yeah, shut him down. It was like, you talking too much. We're going to shut you down. Is he like, what's Facebook shut somebody down? Everybody yeah, else. Shut down. Like, oh, Everybody oh, shut oh, you down. Well, they own all of them, so. Yeah. What's the number one market? They mm. own Instagram, Snapchat. WhatsApp. That's crazy. <laughs> everything, everything got a Facebook logo on it, yo. Everything. Billionaires, man. So that's, and now. He's Jewish, though. Now with the vaccine, the other guy, Jeff Bezos, mm-hmm. so we should say Jeff Bozo, he's saying that he's going to help distribute the vaccine because they're supposed to, because they're trying to vaccinate 100 million people in 100 days or something yeah, like yeah. that, they're saying. Mm. And they said that Amazon's going to do it first because they got like 88 million employees or some crazy number like that. Yeah. And, so, and they're going to vaccinate all of their employees first, then use Amazon workers to vaccinate people. You know what's crazy? The way you just brought it up, I always was thinking like, Amazon the whole time during quarantine, all that. You know like how all these businesses, it was like everybody was deep, like they they was losing. Mm-hmm. But it's like Amazon was like they couldn't lose. They mm-hmm. couldn't lose. It was like COVID. They said, no matter what virus you bring, we gonna win. Amazon and McDonald's. Yeah, you could shut them down. down. But how, how McDonald's is still there? McDonald's for real? Essential business. You got things like that. Like um, Amazon kind of drive the U.S. economy in a sense. And you know what's crazy? Amazon got a, a lot of people you go and meet, really? Mm-hmm. They dead work for Amazon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's a quick come up. Hell right? yeah. You just sign up. You don't need no resume, nothing. They hire you. You go to the shit. 
You just go there. You you go you go to the you go to the interview. You already know you're gonna be hired. Yeah, that's a fact. And then now you know since 2021, now it's like they got this new thing where for the people for the drugs they can't they can't really they they basically cannot use like weed for like you not being hired. So that increases, <laughs> that increases the amount of people that's going to get hired. Bro, a couple times Amazon guys brought packages they was hired. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. You smell an order. The box smell funny. I'm like... <laughs> like and they making money too though. Like, I'm not going to hold you. Yeah. Man. He and made a lot of money. He's the richest man in the world. Yeah. I heard he don't pay taxes or something like he that. He don't, because yeah. he cut the deal with, with the government. You know how much yeah. he's getting tonight? Get taxed? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he said, I'm giving them unemployment. <laughs> yeah, he gives so much people jobs yeah. that, that he's, he's, he's saving the government from, from unemployment. Wow. Yeah. Said, look, look, we talk, we talk. I heard the conditions <laughs> for working for Amazon is ruthless. Like, yeah, like bro. slave ship type that's what yeah, I heard. I never worked for them, but that's what I heard they they be nah, working that's hard. Not everyone, but nah, some, yeah. some of them. Yeah, some, some. But they pay them good, so that's why they. That's good. Oh, yeah. And they, I mean, they give them the flexibility too, so mm-hmm. you know people like the fact that they got a flexibility because you know like how when you work catering jobs, you working, but it's flexible. But you know you ain't you gotta have. Yeah, they're gonna need you on the most important nights. Yeah, and you know that like, you gotta have a other job that makes more bread because you like yo it's catering because. You know, that's an all-in-all business. Mm-hmm. Unless you're really messing with the managers and stuff, you know, you ain't about to get hours. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So, in that case... But <laughs> basically, now we know why Amazon was getting to go. Okay. McDonald's was getting to go because they're killing people. Everybody know that. Yeah. But Amazon was getting to go because they did the deal because they're going to help distribute the vaccines later on. Uh, you they need they, they got to make all the employees take the vaccine in order to stay. To wow. Yeah, yeah. You think a lot of people are going to resign because of that, though? I know there's a lot of anti you know, vaccine. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people resign. I'll give you one reason why. They have no choice. They gonna rise their wages up, so they gonna like what? I'm getting paid this, bro. You think? Oh yeah, that would be smart. Uh, That's unfortunate though. They they already know a lot of people go like I'm not taking a vaccine, so that's why they gonna they gonna raise your bread first, the wage first, then they gonna hit you with the yo take the vaccine. You feel me? That's crazy. Because they gonna give you they gonna put the cheese first, so then you could get caught. And then the next thing is Elon Musk with Tesla. He's making a lot of money because a lot of the uh, most of the rich people are trying to find a way to leave Earth. That's why SpaceX is making so much bread. Oh. It sounds crazy, but they just spent three hundred billion dollars on the space force. Remember when Trump was president? They yeah. started a military for the space. So about something is coming from space. Yeah, they gotta yeah. protect themselves. And stuff like that. <laughs> it sounds crazy, but yeah. it's true, bro. It's true, bro. I, I feel like there's some deeper stuff yeah. going on that people are like yeah, that we are aware of, son. Like, why are they doing that? Like, yeah. Man, Trump was trying age. to release all of the information, <laughs> but they stopped him because they said that they said that there's a over 200 page um classified evidence on UFO that's gonna be released. But they saying that they can only that. release a few. At a time, they can't release all of it at, at one time. That's deep. So yeah. Trump was the one that like signed to release them, but he's the one that made the space force, and now SpaceX like 
that's a privately owned company. Like, how you give a, a, a private guy, like, authorization to make rockets to shoot into space, bro? Think about it that way. Like, no one thinks about that. Yo, if, <laughs> if aliens exist, it makes you question everything on this earth. But look at this. <laughs> yo, yo, but look so at this. Real. If I'm so rich, I got yeah. my own spaceship. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. I own it. Yeah. He owns it. So, so I'm telling rich people. So I'm telling the other rich people, yo, I got a spaceship, bro. If, if it goes real crazy, <laughs> give me some bread. And everybody bought shares in it, right? Everybody bought shares. And for like a day, he was the richest man in the world. And then the next day, the other guy came rich again. But that's basically what it is. He's yeah, building yeah, yeah. spaceships. That's what he's doing. Building spaceships and selling space. Like, yo, bro, you want to ride a spaceship, bro? $10 million, bro. <laughs> if not, then, bro. That's crazy. Who, who knows what's going to happen next, bro? <laughs> <laughs> so I, you. <laughs> See, I, you, <laughs> I just spoke to LeBron. He won. See, for his whole family, bro. LeBron already up. Yo, wasn't this in a movie, though? Like, what movie was that? Oh no! Nah, but it, it sound mad real. It sound mad real. Like I've seen that story before. Man, I won't be surprised because well, we'll find out soon enough, right? Some people got. <laughs> we found out already, bro. Like they privatizing space. The Amazon guy is building his own space thing now. Cause that's Bezos what. Who? Yeah, that's what the billionaires are doing now. Like they building spaceships now. Like you got to money to be doing. Yeah, Cause look, bro. scammers got Rolls Royces now. You don't that's think it. billionaires got the rockets? Amazon got a jet pack? Like the like neighborhood Iron Man, son. Yeah. It's like you got a Rolls Royce. I got a rocket. Yeah, like, they got a Rolls Royce. They was like, you know, when it was on. It was like one of the plane crews. They were saying they seen a dude flying on a jetpack. You didn't see that? And he was the FBI was investigating Elon. You know? <laughs> and then that shit went quiet though. He probably yeah. You know, it's like when, when he was first dropped up in that little Jeep, the Jeep that was cheap, man. But he was like, yo, what is that? It should probably do some next thing. Yeah. Like, like, he has a video where he driving in LA, and then. He has a secret tunnel that opens up and then he drives underground and he drives underground. He drives the car into a, into an elevator and then, and then it brings him up into his secret base just like Batman. I'm you like, yo, serious? what is this? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to show you after this. We got to pull that up. I got to yeah, see I'm that. Gonna I'm going to show you after this. Let's start watching Batman all over again. Yeah, it's like <laughs> this man probably doing some of the Batman things. Yeah, because like a whole superhuman on the planet. I don't think he'd be driving like Rolls Royces and stuff like nah, that. He could if he want, but when I see like, that armored car. <laughs> like, what is that? Those are taxis to Just like Kanye got those tanks now, like mm -hmm. those tanks that he gave to like those people. He gave Chris Brown one, and he gave um um Two Chains one. Those little, I can see it. I gotta um, see it. These little, little little tank things with the big wheels. <laughs> and it was like good looks like it was zombie apocalypse come up. <laughs> yo they all foreseen that like yeah, they seeing something yeah, yeah. my boy was saying like yo we gonna see the end and I'm like yeah <laughs> like he feel like he said this, he feel like our generation is gonna see the end of it on the time I was like ah. I think it's the. I don't think. I don't think so, but I'm sure every generation say that. My fault. I'm sure every generation be saying that though. Nah, cause the way I look at it, bro, like last year, they made it seem like everybody was gonna die, and some people they said that a few way. times though, bro. They said that Y2K. Now I'm talking about when the Corona first started, when when people was in their house scared, like. Yeah, I was scared for like the first two weeks, and after that, I was like, nah, this ain't it, bro. How to go outside? 
It was a time, bro, when the ambulances was just running. Oh, non-stop, non-stop. I'm like, yo, this got to be fake, bro. There's no way that this... But it also had people real. in a frenzy. Like, you would have had a little, <laughs> little sneeze one time. Like, oh, my God, do I got yeah, COVID? You know what I'm saying? Everybody in a panic. You can't do anything. So, yeah. people probably started calling the cops. I mean, uh, ambulances, like, in a frenzy. Like, yeah, it was a time, bro. One time I timed it. I sat by the window. I looked at my watch for 15 minutes straight. Yeah. Ambulance, ambulance, yeah, ambulance, ambulance. And, and I was like, yo, am I the only one? I went on Facebook. Everybody was like, yo, like, we hear it too. Yeah. I'm like, yo, yo, well, our neighborhood had one of the highest things, remember? Like, oh. Counts in Brooklyn. That Mill Basin. Wow. And then it was the Jewish neighborhoods after that. Yeah. Like, recently you started blaming the Jews. And the Jews wasn't jocking it. They was like, we're not wearing no masks. So, what's, what's the story with Atlanta? Like, what, what's going on in Atlanta? Like, what's their numbers like? Because there ain't nobody... It look like anything goes. That's what I'm saying. They look like yeah. Atlanta. And then, I mean, like, there's no... That's like Negro... Metropolis right they now. They probably got the strongest <laughs> immune system for COVID. Everybody flying out to yeah. Atlanta just to party and live regular. Yeah. <laughs> Even Bow said, you gotta go Atlanta. <laughs> Even Bow Wow said, he said, damn, I get it. Because he was at he was at the club in uh, the club in Atlanta, Georgia, and he wasn't having no mask on. He got he got called out. After he got called out, they kicked him out the party. He said, Yo, where's your mask? No mask. They be like, what, what you mean? Yeah, this stuff has no mask on. Yeah, but Violin you know power. Yeah. Damn. I mean, it's because he ain't had no status. I mean, it's Drake. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how you gonna say Drake ain't had no mask on? They be like, well, it's Drake. Yeah, that's snitching though. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's what he did. Word. <laughs> like we said, we was talking about snitches. A lot of these rappers be snitching. Yeah, but right now rap is like entertainment. It's yeah, like, you supposed to just separate it from reality and yeah. just enjoy it. Yeah, it's just marketing. All of it is fun. Like they're they're literally just walking billboards. Hell yeah, because Dior went crazy. Yeah, this yeah, year ain't nobody was touching that a couple years ago. Yeah, nobody was touching that. That was in Century Twenty One. I could swore. <laughs> <laughs> that was in Telco. Cheap, cheap Dior perfume. Like that, that came in a little gift box. Mm-hmm. That the last minute you go to it the counter. It was in Telco. Yeah, Dior was in every. Yeah, it used to come in those little gift boxes. Little like you know, around the holidays they have the little gift boxes yeah, in yeah, Telco. Yeah. Yeah, that's where Dior used to be at. I feel like once rap culture touch, touches something, it just yeah. blows it up. But we don't see no bread from it, though. But we don't own none of it. We don't get no money from it. They don't push their own high-end brand or nothing like that. Because that's the part of the game. That's what Master P was talking about the other day. He was saying that, like, black people just helped Clubhouse hit a billion-dollar valuation. I'm sure. He was like, yo, like, <laughs> 60% of people in Clubhouse are black people just talking it. It's like a ten-way phone call. Yeah, I know like, what it is. Just like a be a mix call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just be a Well, some of them are productive. I've heard. Like, yeah. you know, they have somewhere you could really like learn some stuff. But at the same time, even when it's being productive, it's still to grow a business. Though you know the angle of advertisement, like yo. Mm-hmm. But it's like I mean, you get free game to get game, I guess. But he was saying basically, black people help build it to a billion dollars, but we don't own it. I'm sure that's like, but that's like everything though. We're like the number one consumer. We like, yeah, yeah I'm not I sure. Mean, I mean, we best said that it comes when it comes to music or different type of genres. He just paid to help build the first black-owned supercar, Master P. Like he's a really supercar, what's that? Yeah, yeah, supercar like for Ferrari, Lamborghini, oh, really? like one okay. of those. Yeah, like he really on it. Like he's the one that like started the uh, rap chips and those. Soups like oh he's yeah. the one who started oh yeah, okay yeah. okay that's, that's what's up nah, he making 
money, bro. Yeah. You don't see like he don't rap, but he look even more richer. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's true, bro. <laughs> you yeah. be behind the scenes, you don't need all that. Like, I don't yeah. like to make money, really. Even Lil Romeo, if you look at Lil Romeo. Yeah, Romeo like, money too, yeah. right? He, he got way more bread than Lil Bow Wow. Yeah. At one time, it seemed like that was at the same scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but they never really was, because Master P been rich. That's what I'm saying, but Master P was a, a smart rich dude, you know what I'm saying? So he going to steal them factors into Lil Romeo. I don't know about what situation was. <laughs> Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? Know, Nobody knows. He, he ain't got the father. He ain't got the father. And Angelo almost messed up Lil Romeo life, but he ducked that one and she went to Bow Wow because he was like, yo, you got to pick me or Lil Bow Wow. You got to pick up a word. That's what it was? Yeah, because I used to be on that one. He never recovered that. He didn't seem like he ever recovered after Angela. Yeah, but Lil Romeo was like, I'm good, Angela. I'm good. Let's just be friends. I'm good. <laughs> and then he just swerved on her. Like, Bow Wow fell off. Crazy, yeah. He kept doing antics. Like, That's what I'm saying. Antics. And then he came like the social media, like <laughs> punching bag. <laughs> I knew he fell off when he started doing 106 hip hop. Even though 106 hip hop was lit, but that was just lit for like us type. Of yeah. yeah. But like that type of they looking at you like. Oh, you that kid in high school? But Terrence J used to do one six in pocket. He blew up bigger than Bow Wow. Nah, but the thing is, I feel like it's more so that it seems wrong. It seems bad from the outside, and when you were on top, you got to start doing like those kind of things. Yeah. Like, I think like the, the the standpoint is the reality TV though. Unless you get a resurgence, yeah, you got to be doing a show. Bro. Yeah, Soldier Boy King of comebacks though. So, so, but he he dabbling in other stuff. He's not really worried about making music at this point. You yeah, know what I'm saying? He produces. He, he got video games. Yeah. He making bread on the low for real. He's always been rich, though. So yeah, of course. So, 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 so. <laughs> and, he, and he pioneered a YouTube game for all these rappers. Like, yeah. I'm I major. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he said, Dre, Dre, he stole my flow. <laughs> I mean, he did stole his flow. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Flow for flow, ball for ball. Because I mean, <laughs> word for word. Back in our days, Soulja Boy was popular. Soulja Boy was the hot. Nah, Soulja Boy was dope, bro. Like, I'm not going to lie. When you, the, when you with the girl, you put this whole kiss me through the phone. I think he probably, he probably started that whole TikTok Vine stuff that's going on yeah. right now. If it wasn't for Soulja Boy, they would not be having like, because right now, Sometimes it's too much dance moves, yeah. bro. Like, I can't do that. Soulja Boy and A-Rab. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> 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 he became a gangster. <laughs> and then Chris that was switch was crazy. Chrissy Chris Brown switch was like that. Just went under the radar. People said, like, "Alright, we gonna accept this one." Like, you know what I'm saying? But because Soldier Boy didn't get the pass though. Soldier Boy, but you know what it was? It was that video when he was like, "Yo, so he came in the back door like." <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think it was the part when he went to his hood and then they chased him or something. Oh, I forgot about that. And then so he was with the blood. He was like, "I'm a blood." Bro, I could have been he got chased his respect card by taking away. <laughs> they took his card away. Yeah, I gotta watch that again. I forgot all about that. That's why he can't act against them now. I, mean, like, I seen a video when Casanova pulled up with him. He looked shook. Yo. Oh, soldier boy. Yeah. Come on, man. That's not fair. That, I mean, yeah, that's a whole. Cass was like, yo, it's a fever. He said, yo, he was copying bleed. <laughs> That's not fair, though. That's not a fair one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's the real world. It's the real world.